Welcome to motherhood, new mother trucker. Buckle up. Hello. Hello. Hey, it works. How are you doing? <laughs> good, good. How are you? I'm doing good. How's your night good. going? Good. Just put the, the little one to bed, so. Nice. Um, When is your little one's bedtime usually? Uh, usually around seven. The yeah, um, daylight savings actually worked in our favor because he was going to bed way too early, and uh, now he's going to bed at a pretty good time. Good. Uh, my little one was like that too. Um, I think the not this daylight savings, but the last one, like October, November. Oh, the fall really, Oh my god, really fucked us over. <laughs> oh no, really did. And like yeah, starting but... our day like a four AM. I'm like, this is oh. the most fucked up like thing I have ever done in my life. Four AM just a tad too early. Yeah, well before because like I don't know, five AM was this like golden hour of waking up and then boom, time change. It's like, yeah, and I'm starting my day at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, oh. It's not like that anymore, thank God, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, oh man. Yeah, sleep has been a wild ride to figure out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's definitely a science. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. And I I just never realized, and nobody tells you that before you have kids. I know. About, like, nope. wake windows, and I feel... Nope. No, and I was just... Or they I didn't might know just I really doing. hate their bassinet, and you might just have to do contact naps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um yeah all those things yeah yep. so different for each kid and each mom and yeah totally um, so anyways I just want to um have you do like a very quick introduction about yourself it doesn't have to be like majorly long just like about who you are and yeah yeah definitely uh I'm Marissa I have a six-month-old baby boy um wow that's I don't know what else to say now it's like like we're moms now and it's like oh yeah yourself it's like well I'm a mom I have a kid and that's it (laughs) yeah and I live in two two hour increments right now (laughs) feels oh oh um how much is he Um, up at night um for it's been about two weeks he wakes up once now okay that's awesome and before that it was every two to three hours still mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um I was yeah just at a breaking point and I was like I don't know what to do I need to get some help and I reached out to a couple people and followed a bunch of Facebook groups so um good, good sleep at night is good yeah for recognizing that I remember being at my breaking point, my breaking point was definitely at his four month um, sleep regression. Yeah. And I've never been one who had like, um, I'm like never grew up or dealt with like depression. Sure. Maybe some anxiety or whatever, but like that four month sleep regression really got me and my mental health was like the lowest it has ever been ever in my life. Um, yes. I know that's kind of big to say because like yes I'm obviously very thrilled to have this big bundle of joy in my life but at the same time too I was just like 
I was just not happy. I wanted to stay in bed all day. And yeah, so I started counseling then. Yeah. And that's like the things that nobody talks about, which is why this is so great that you're putting out a platform to talk about. Oh, thank you. The hard things. Yeah. 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 People don't talk about it. No. And like, obviously you're, everybody knows you're so happy and you have the the baby but it just doesn't always feel like that like you're not always sunshine and roses and then too once you kind of talk maybe outside of the norm in quotation marks about like oh you know I'm not really enjoying it right now then it's like well what do you mean and then you kind of get this weird backlash of like oh I kind of do feel guilty about feeling this way like I shouldn't have felt this way. Like, why? What's wrong with me? And yeah, you like kind of get in this weird mix. Yeah, I find that with the older generation, like my parents and grandparents, it's everything. Like, you just talk about the good stuff, and yeah, even if you're struggling, felt, like, just, just don't. You, like, basically, just don't struggle. Like, it's fine. You'll get over it. I had this one um, woman, like, let's say, like a grandmother-ish age. She's like, I don't ever remember complaining. <laughs> Good for in my you. Pregnant, in my pregnancy. And I'm just like, I'm like, that's nice. Like, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. I, I'm like, I guess I was complaining. I'm like, I actually can't complain too much about my pregnancy. I had, I, I really enjoyed being pregnant. I will say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, except near the end when I was really uncomfortable and just wanted uh, him week. out <laughs> yes when week ish did that kind of start for you um probably about the 35 week mark yeah like the last like about month. same yeah same too like 33 weeks ish i'm still working i'm like you know what i'm ready to be done work in 35 weeks i'm like i'm so done right the energy just is down mine happened actually we i was 35 weeks pregnant and um my fiance had a his cousin was getting married in Banff and we decided to drive there in it would have been August middle of August oh my god so I was in a car for 10 hours um like we had AC and everything but the heat and I was so swollen and then I just Mm -hmm. never recovered from the swelling and oh yeah that was terrible Oh my god, that does sound terrible. Yeah, and, and then after that, I was like, I'm done. Yeah, and like an August baby too. Like that's when my second baby's due. Oh like yeah, I'm 19 and a half weeks pregnant now, and I'm like, wow, I'm gonna be huge in the summertime. <laughs> Hopefully, it's um. When was your first one born? November. And to be honest, like, and maybe that kind of attitude to like postpartum depression and anxiety oh right yeah because it's like I can't really go out and do much that's it's dark do if you I do go out yeah and like I had a c-section I couldn't really do lots of stuff in the first six weeks and then the things I wanted to do was like dark at like four or five I'm yeah like, this is really depressing totally oh yeah now today was it was what 10 degrees out I'm, I'm sitting outside my parents have a pool and I'm just in the pool and the sun's on us I'm like yep this is nice yep <laughs> first time yeah, in I... six months yeah it's so nice that's so awesome I had to like turn the AC on in my car 
Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, so anyways, um, like you said before, like, thank you so much for expressing how much so far this podcast has helped you. Yeah. Um, it actually really truly means a lot to me when people have reached out um, to say, like, thank you. Um, I think that's originally why I wanted to start it not to like have people like glorify me but just for to start this kind of conversation and people have been reaching out and be like I have been going through this like thank you so much for having someone on going through the same thing or such and such so what I want to ask you is like what kind of what kind of thing make what you want to talk about or like what kind of thing do you want to kind of like discuss for today yeah yeah definitely I wanted to um yeah, I did want to thank you because ev- I feel like every person that's been on your podcast has had a different story. And in some way, I'm like you relate to it, or at least I did. And mm-hmm. um, it's been nice to. I have a strong army with me, but um, it takes a village. And um, it's nice hearing other people's stories and. Like, if you do have a really shitty day and you're like, okay, I'm not the only one that sometimes has shitty days. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if, I don't think it's been talked about on um, here yet, but I was going to talk about um, my history before my little one was born. Like, me and my fiance, we went through a miscarriage I was telling you about. And mm-hmm. um, it's it's interesting to go through in the way that you it's the same as going through difficulties in pregnancy and postpartum but nobody talks about going through um miscarriages no it's and... like people maybe are talking about it now but once you kind of start talking about it that's when women kind of be like oh yeah i experienced one or like your aunt had one yeah. all these years ago or just like oh my god all these women around me experienced it but I never knew until this point until I asked or like yeah and that's I nobody had told like nobody talks about it nobody wants to like wish that upon you and then when it Mm -hmm. does unfortunately happen like I had my like exactly what you said like my mom my aunt every like people that I don't talk to they're like I know what you're going through and like Mm -hmm. happened to me I'm sorry what and it it's just nice to hear that when your body fails you, quote unquote, it's nice to know that it's normal, unfortunately. And don't they say like one in four women? Yeah. And I don't know why, but that's, that really scares me. Totally. And um, it definitely changes for how far along you are, too. So I like did so much research and looked into it and figured out like when could we have another baby because that when we went through the miscarriage me and my fiance we were like yeah this is what we want like we want to start our family and so that was kind of a fun fun way to come out of it I guess is we figured out what we really did want and yeah it's it's hard to talk about even still but it's I feel like it's a very important thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, feel free to stop at any time. Yeah. For sure, okay. No. <laughs> um, but um, how far along were you when it happened? 
I was 14 weeks. And like I just announced on Facebook, on no. all of the platforms. And then it was like two weeks later and, and then it happened. And I don't know, it just, it just felt weird because then it's like, do I make a post about it? Do, do I just curl up in a ball and ignore it? And it was very hard to, so I'm very skeptical about when I had my little one and I got pregnant again. I was so skeptical about posting, about anything, about updates. And I just, it was a very awkward time for us, for, for me, I guess, maybe not anybody else, but it was, it was hard to navigate that with social media. Mm-hmm. Um, well, how did you navigate after finding out, like, did you um, um, find out via like ultrasound or like, did the symptoms kind of happen for you? The one symptoms day or... happened. Um, oh. One day, it was just, I had had, like, cramping and um, spotting. And everybody was just like, oh, no, it's normal. It's fine. Like, it happens. And kind of just deep down, I was like, mm, this doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, women out there, like, listen to your bodies. Because everybody was just, nope, you're good. Don't go to the hospital. You're fine. And then it was getting really bad cramping. And then I was with the midwives. Um, could not recommend midwives more. They're, I don't know what you ever did, but the I, I love going through the midwives. Mm-hmm. And um, when I called them, they were like, no, this is probably not normal. Let's get you to the hospital. And yeah, that's when... <sighs> That was so long. It seems a while ago, but yeah. So I, I went to the hospital and, um, we were obviously waiting there for a long time. So this was also during COVID, so it was just busy and the ER and, yeah, they pretty much just like sent you on your way though, which was kind of unfortunate. Really? Yeah, like you go there and we kind of go through all the things, and then they're like, "Well, nothing we can do," so go home and wait for whatever to happen and then yeah then we had to go home then we had to go home and then the next morning we had the ultrasound and yeah yeah that's really hard yeah it was but I mean I have a great fiance and he's he was my rock so Mm -hmm. it would be hard to go through any of it without like your person Mm -hmm. harder it was still very hard yeah no regardless regardless it's fucking really hard and I don't know like having I don't know uh, why but like even with being pregnant the second time around I was like so scared the first time around and now scared the second time around kind of thing because like that's that of like one in four exactly freaked me out yeah how did you feel when you were pregnant the second time surpassing 14 weeks was that kind of like your moment where you're like um relief or like honestly no I felt relief kind of at the 24 week mark when Mm -hmm. it um 
when they would the like they would survive outside of the womb. Yeah. Right, is that the twenty four week mark? It must be around there. Something. It, like it would be difficult, but when yeah, that's when it, I was kind of like, okay, I can take a breath and I had just switched jobs too, actually. So I didn't mm-hmm. I was in the awkward phase of I still wasn't even like I never announced it on Facebook until or anything until after that point and after we knew what gender and it was just I didn't tell my work because I just started a new job so I didn't want to say anything so it was just a lot of just hush hush my immediate family knew and close friends and that whatnot but otherwise Mm -hmm. it was just kind of yeah just gonna keep to myself and hope nothing goes wrong yeah, it's like that sense. I I got that sense too of just like um, just sharing the news of being pregnant. Then it's like, okay, how many people do I want to tell? Like, and who do I want to tell? Sure, right. yes, they'll be a great support system if something happens. But for me, I didn't want to retell them different news if something mm-hmm. did happen. You know what I mean? Because I like. I don't know. I don't like, I think for myself, I would not been able to work myself up to it and be like, you know what? I just told you this, but this actually just happened. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing I learned is like social media is great and it's wonderful, but yeah, when hard things happen, it's, it's still hard to navigate. I still just didn't really know what to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you have a lot of people reach out to you when? Yeah, so many. Yeah, yeah. And like, obviously, I didn't make it public to the world, but anybody that did know, like, all of my close friends, they like sent me care packages, food. Uh, it was just everybody was so amazing. My family was amazing, and mm-hmm. it was, it was me. It was nice to have that support. Obviously, I wish we hadn't gone through it but um you really do realize that you have so many more people that love you and it it really brought me and my fiance closer even Mm -hmm. in a really kind of messed up way um but going through hard times is really makes you closer so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um well, thank you for sharing that. I know that must have been hard to do. Yeah, you think it gets easier, but then you kind of start talking about it, and it's just it's still hard to talk about. I I can only imagine. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I remember with my first, there was a point where my husband and I thought we've um, miscarried his, my little one at eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you do blood work, and they're like, okay, we just want to see that your HCG, so your pregnancy hormone, is doubling. So yeah. What my doctor got me to do is every other day for, I guess, like three days total or whatever. Like, I guess it was the span over a week, kind of. It's like, I want to make sure that your hormone levels are doubling. I'm like, sure. Wow. So I go on for the second time. 
And, you know, with like labs, you can see your results online later. Yeah. Um, so I remember looking at it and I was like, to my husband, I'm like, it didn't double, it went down. Oh. I was like, what the fuck? And obviously, like you Google stuff and it's oh, like, yeah. miscarriage, oh my miscarriage, miscarriage. And then I remember, like, I love my doctor. She's so diligent with stuff. And she calls me up that night when she saw my results. And she's like, I guess long story short, like she's like, I think you might be experiencing like a silent uh, miscarriage because I didn't have any like bleeding or cramping Mm -hmm. or pain or anything. She's like, I booked you an ultrasound at the hospital tomorrow at noon like okay and like my husband worked and he's like do you want me to take the day off like no don't you don't have to take the day off you know like I'll call you after and I just remember going to the hospital just like so amped up yeah nervous just to sit down and then I remember her putting the wand on my belly and she's like oh there's a heartbeat I'm like excuse me She's like, yeah, there's a heartbeat like of 160, and I started bawling. Oh, she's like, is this what you wanted? I was like, yeah, of course. Like I came in here thinking I miss- had a miscarriage, <laughs> and you tell me there was a heartbeat. Oh, well, that's but a really good. Like, I want- yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like having, I don't know. Yeah, I just like I was really freaked out having thinking that I would have miscarried and like even the second time around I still am nervous like I get mm-hmm. my the halfway ultrasound like the measurement ultrasound tomorrow do you get to are you finding out you don't know the gender do you no not yet we, I think we will find out tomorrow yeah are you gonna um, do like a big reveal or anything no nah, uh what we did last time <laughs> we were so excited that we opened up the envelope in the parking lot <laughs> I love that. Um, so we'll just open up the envelope tomorrow together. Um, but I don't know. Like even tomorrow, they might find out something. I like. I don't want to go into tomorrow thinking that something's going to be wrong. Yeah, you know. But they are able to see a lot of stuff in the baby, and that's the whole point of it, right? Yeah, I remember so. that. Um, the twenty-week ultrasound was. I don't know about you. I had a student do mine. So, oh my god, that must have taken forever. Oh my gosh, forever. I was there for, I think it was almost an hour and a half of them just taking so many pictures. And then the instructor was, it was really great because he, the instructor was um, chatting with me the whole time and just saying how everything was going like really well and the pictures were turning out perfect which I kind of needed that after going through the miscarriage mm-hmm. that like it, it was nice having a student do it because I got to hear more I think than if it was just the technician but totally um yeah but that was a long time <laughs> yeah it's a long one yeah and that's another thing I feel like nobody ever told me that that I thought we were gonna be there and like the first one you're there for what 10 minutes Oh my god, not even, yeah. And you're in and out. And yeah. that's just the amount of blood work you get done oh. in the first trimester. Like, the one where they take, like, 11 or 12, 12 like, vials. Yeah. 
It just seems to blood for me. I'm like, oh my god, this is so much blood. So much. Yeah, and then um oh man, yeah. And the glucose test that's coming up for you. Yeah, do you have I'm to do that again? Oh. I think so. I think so. I feel I, like pregnancy like, was such a blur. I don't even remember what weeks you get things anymore. I know, I know. I remember the first time though I got it done. And my number was not in the range for gestational diabetes, but it was quite high. Mm. Did you have to do the long one then? I had to do the oh, long no. one, and that sucked. Yeah. Were you... That one oh, sucked. Man. Yeah. Like the three-hour so, one? Yeah. I'm really hoping, crossing my fingers, <laughs> that even though I'm eating a lot of sweets right <laughs> Treat yourself treat yourself yeah i know it's all with it has to do with the placenta right like there's nothing much that i can obviously there's stuff i can do yeah. on my end but this is what has been given to me so i'm crossing my fingers that i just have to do the one test and i don't have gestational diabetes yes manifest that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah oh. but it's kind of like strange to relive pregnancy again kind of close to my first one yeah it was close like you said it is a blur it really is even um like for you like the whole birth like that was I mean I was in labor for 26 hours but it was still just a blur oh wow yeah not fun no I was like (laughs) I had the opposite experience of you was just quick and quick and easy no not easy well, but... I went, well I went in there to get a stress test done because I didn't feel any movement oh I was like 39 weeks so like Same. my husband and I go into the hospital didn't pack her bags or anything they're like yeah his the baby's numbers are not favorable this baby needs to come out tonight oh my goodness I'm like yeah that's oh. completely different than mine yeah didn't feel contractions or anything it's kind of went in there because like I that was my second stress test, and the first one, first one, my husband didn't come with me, so I told him, "I'm like, oh, don't worry, we'll be in and out in 20 minutes." It's like so quick. <laughs> Little yeah. do you know. <laughs> Little do I know that I was giving birth to my baby in the next couple hours. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. no, mine, mine was similar though. We didn't. Um, I was not 30. I was 41 weeks pregnant, so I was Ooh. a week overdue in the heat which also sucked um but yeah oh my gosh he um we had the stress test and um because they were monitoring me almost every day because I was overdue and then um I my water broke and I didn't know what to do like I called the midwives and they're like are you sure and I was like no like I might have just peed myself like I don't know I don't really know what it feels like and they're like okay we'll just come in and we'll check you out and all this stuff and at this point my fiance wasn't home from work so I was like I'll just wait like it's fine and then he drives we drive to the hospital and they they they're like yep your water broke and you have meconium in you is that what it's called meconium meconium I have no idea Oh, well, it's, um, he pooped in me. Oh, okay, that's right. <laughs> so, I think it's called meconium. 
I think that's the word. And um, okay. so they're like, yep, this baby's coming out. Um, he has to be out in the next 24 hours. And I was like, okay. Like, and I, at this point, I wasn't even sure if my water broke. So we didn't bring anything. Like we didn't pack our bags. Um, I assumed we were going to come home because you hear your water breaks. You kind of go and get checked and you leave. And Not the case. They're like, yeah, they're like, get a night's sleep. But no, they're like, yep, we're booking you in and could come anytime honestly is basically what they were saying but they had to induce me because he had to Mm. he had to come out there and at this point I was yeah I was six days overdue so they're like yeah it's gonna happen and it's gonna happen soon yeah 26 hours later (laughs) soon yeah soon don't (laughs) you worry this baby's coming soon oh my god crazy (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Not fun. No. Um, so, Marissa, thank you so much for coming on um, for this episode. Like, I really, truly appreciate your honesty and openness. Yeah. Um, about your experience. Totally. Happy to share. Thank you for listening to episode three. You can join us for our next episode on next Tuesday, May 23rd. Please know that if you ever need support or need someone to talk to, there are resources out for you. Know that you're not alone.